live from the 715 with Big Daddy. You fucking Viking. And Hollow. They peed on your fucking rug. People, people, people. Welcome back to live from the 715. I am your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. We're chilling in the basement. Follow us on our social medias at Live From 715 on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Threads. I don't think anybody's using Threads anymore. <laughs> I didn't even know what the hell Threads were when you even started talking about it. Was, it. it was like a, a new platform? Yeah, it was like uh, Facebook's answer to Twitter, like when they changed it to X. And Zuckerberg yeah. was getting scared. <clears throat> yeah, it looks exactly like Twitter, but nobody uses it. Everybody signed up for it, and then they're like, this is garbage. Anyway. Way to go, Zuck. <laughs> if you want to get involved with the show, email us at livefrom715 at gmail.com. We're on our way to 100 weekly listeners. We're hovering right around 75 right now. So Is that just on Spotify? Yeah, it's just on Spotify. So we don't know so, exactly on other platforms yeah. who might be following us or subscribing. I think about 50% follow us on Spotify, and then another 30% on like Apple, and then... Some people just listening to it on, I don't know. Amazon well, I think it was on analytics, or, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. But be a friend, tell a friend, like us, subscribe to us on Spotify. That's where our, our uh, easiest analytics is. So we have sixty-four uh, percent of our listeners are from Spotify. Thirty percent. Wow, you were right on on the Apple Podcast. Boom. Web browser three percent and other three percent. Yeah, so I think it's on like Google Google uh, Podcast. Well, and, it's whatever they call it, like the SSM or RSSS feed. Oh yes, that's it. And uh, let's see other fucking Amazon Music. Yep. It's on. But whatever, find us wherever you want. And if there's a like button, hit it. And if there's a subscribe, subscribe button, button, hit it. it. If there's a follow button, hit it. Yeah. And uh, we'll give one last shout out to Mellow Fellow. We did our uh, shirt giveaway last week. Brittany won. Yes, I saw that. Uh, so congratulations to Brittany. And thank you to all that. Uh, yeah, thanks that to everybody that entered into the contest, liked it, shared it, and everything. Really appreciated it. So uh, yeah, get out there and. Follow us where you can. We're doing big things. We did big things last night. Well, we'll start uh, Friday. I took off work, yep. and me and Miguel went up to Rhinelander, and I'm a sucker for an absurd Bloody Mary, and <laughs> this, there's What a daddy wants, daddy gets. <laughs> we uh, There's a place up in Rhinelander called CT's Deli. It's like, I don't know how to describe it. it when you walk in... There's two entrances, but the first entrance is to like the bar and there's an open kitchen right where you walk in where they do, you know, Italian subs, uh, lots of different sandwiches. I guess they're really famous for their soup. So next time I go up there, I'm going to have to try it uh, because literally we saw like a dozen people come in and just get soup. So and it's a perfect time of the year right now. Yeah. Uh, but they've got this cool curved bar when you first walk in. Uh, so, I don't know, maybe 15 bar stools. And then in the back they have little tables and it's got that old tin stamped, uh, like, nah. they got those big wooden, or not wooden, square tin things for decorations on the wall instead of like wallpaper. Like frames? Yeah. They're like those big squares that you just put together their ornate tin 
like in rose gold and then the the ceilings were like that old school hotel ballroom uh type looking stuff we were talking kind of like how in pulaski classics hotel and saloon yep if you yeah the if ceiling were there it, it was it was like that stamped plaster look but you know it's got like different designs. I mean, it's yeah, like, like a the square fl- design on each, you know. Yeah, like flirtelies and, you know, paisley type ornate. Uh, it's cool because you just look up and you're like, oh, that's really old. <laughs> but then they got that old tin stuff too. And but So that's the bar area. And they got tables back there too. And it's just got that old weathered feeling to it. But it's it's not like a dive bar or anything like that. And... Then behind you, there's an opening into their actual deli, and they got all sorts of stuff in there. And man, that on that uh, big bloody Mary, it came in a big picture. We got uh, the pics on uh, our Facebook page if you go look at it from a couple days ago. So the bloody Mary comes in a picture, and then on it, it had ribs, smoked ribs, like not saucy or anything like that. Smoked chicken wings, which were freaking delicious. And then, you know, like your cheese sausage. And then they ha- they must have took like a 8-inch Italian sub that they make in-house and cut it in quarters and put two on a skewer on one side and two on a skewer on the other side. And let me tell you, that fucking sub was delicious because it was all like the deli meats that they had in the other side that they're making it with in the kitchen there. And, and then on top, they like put a little cup in the middle with pretzel rods and the best fucking beer cheese dip I've ever had in my life that they make there in house too. So, and then they had a bunch of cheese whips and pickles and mushrooms. Their mushrooms are really good too, but that took about an hour and a half to polish off. Well, I was going to say, yeah, I could just about imagine how long that would have to be. But, uh, I mean, Bloody Mary was okay, but she's got a higher standard Bloody Mary's and it was a little heavy on the tomato juice. Not a lot of, I didn't taste any like pickle juice or uh, Worcestershire or anything that like that, but she had one, I had three, <laughs> but then we went You had the, three of them? Well, out of that pitcher, it's about four Bloody Marys. Oh, okay, yes. You're, yeah, okay. So she's like, eh, I'm just not feeling it. How so, many uh, ounces was the, do you know it all? Well, you know, there's ice in the pitcher, but if there were four pints that's 16 32 64 ounces yeah chaser no that was the one thing it was i mean it was 50 bucks but that was a lot of freaking food i was gonna say i mean you're paying for the drink and food itself so if you think four bloody mary's that's 20 bucks minimum and then all that food probably easily 30 30. bucks worth of food so it was good. How long did it take to actually make it? Not that long because when we got there, it was they opened at ten, but the kitchen didn't open till eleven, and we were there at like ten to eleven, and we ordered it right away. And they're like, "Well, the kitchen doesn't open," and we're like, "That's fine. Get us a couple beers." And we were just looking around, you know, because it was a pretty cool venue that they got there, and <clears throat> I don't know, maybe ten minutes after eleven. They had everything ready, and we're like, holy shit, this is great. So do they make that right in front of you then, or do they... Yeah, well, yeah. they bring the food on a tray out of the kitchen, and then they assemble it there behind the bar. So, yeah, it was all there in front of us. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, service was good. Uh, their 
I think they had three because man after 11 o'clock between 11 and noon it was a Friday so it was lunch crowd and they just man they got busy real quick at most of it was to go orders but I mean they were pumping out food in that kitchen like you wouldn't believe subs and soups and probably what they're mostly yeah. well known for is you know like you said yeah but I looked at their they got the menu up on the wall man they had some fucking good looking sandwiches and uh like flatbreads and all the different soups and salads and i was like i gotta come back here just for the food and not have a big goddamn giant bloody mary right <laughs> but, <laughs> but i think they called that uh bloody mary the lunchbox so when you go there if you want that big absurd some bitch be like can i put an order in for the lunchbox and then they'll roll their eyes because they gotta <laughs> hey, sell the son of a bitch uh, I told him, I'm like, I kind of want to uh, order the lunchbox. I know it's a pain in the ass, but I'll tip accordingly. <laughs> and it's something that you're never really going to have around. You know, it's not anything. There's know, only some a few places, places that try to yeah. do it around here, like a loaded Bloody Mary. <laughs> but I mean, to have all that and uh, the fresh Italian meat yeah. on top of it. I mean, they had like the Genoa salami, the Capicola, it was some sort of other... Uh, ham and then pepperoni in it and there was no like mayo or mustard it was all their in-house blend of uh vinaigrette and olive oil holy fuck it was good god damn i can't say enough good things about that so then we were stuffed so we took a little walk around the block there and there was like this little uh, uh how do you explain it like rhinelander's famous for the hodag like a uh, cryptid i guess is what they call them like cryptozoology is like Bigfoot and the Hodag and Loch Ness Monster and all that. Right. So there was this little shop that, you know, from the outside it looked like, you know, spooky, eerie things. And then inside it was kind of a, I forget the name of it, but it was right in the main area there where like CT's was, uh, Rhinelander Brewery, which we went to afterwards, but we were just trying to walk off that fucking food. Uh, went in there, this is a little cool shop, but I don't know, I thought it was going to be something different, like a, like a, uh, <clears throat> what's that damn, uh, <sighs> Ripley's Believe It or Not, I thought okay. it was going to be kind of like that, where yes. it was like crazy shit in jars and, you know, like a, hey, there's Like a, they have like the one where it's like a, a monkey brain or something yeah, like that. here's a three-winged bat. Yeah. You know, something like that, but it wasn't. Uh, but then we went over to uh, Rhinelander Brewery, and they served a flight of beers, six beers for 15 bucks, all their stuff on tap, and it was a their flight instead of like a paddle or a, a whiskey stave or something, it was a like a, a slice of a tree log. So it came like a plate, and then they just had the, they must have did little Forstner bits for the cup holders. And it was like chalk on the bottom, and she just handed you that and handed you a menu and then like a chalk Sharpie pen, and you just wrote in the circle which ones you wanted, and you got a big-ass tapper glass of whatever beer you chose, and there were six of them that we chose for 15 bucks. That's a hell of a deal. That, that, yeah. Uh, but I'm trying to remember. The one I was excited about was the worst one, too. It was called Banana Mon. It was supposed to be like banana, macadamia nut, 
uh, something else, but I didn't taste any of that Nothing. in there. <laughs> but maybe that's my uneducated palate. The taste um, was in the name. That was it. <laughs> yeah. But then they had this over-the-barrel hard root beer, which I've got in front of us. And then they had this other one called, well, it was by the same company, Over the Barrel uh, Meyer Lemon Hard Seltzer. I'd open that Meyer Lemon if I were you. It tastes almost exactly like Starry or 7-Up. This white one? Yep. Try that one once. Because, okay. like, with all those heavier beers, it was the ticket. It was refreshing. It's a little heavy on the lemon, but... Yeah, I would say it's, it's a little heavy on the lemon. But it doesn't taste like a seltzer. No. It tastes like a fucking soda. Wow. Yeah, I like it. But once we get past that to this root beer, try and tell me the difference between a regular root beer and this. You're right. Where at first you can taste the lemon hard, and I had my second drink, and, and right away I could tell you were right. It tastes like starry. Yeah, it tastes like starry with a little heavier hint of lemon. Because it's like the palate at first, like you know, it hits. You know, like you said, it's got that lemony flavor, mm-hmm. and you finally got that you know flavor in your mouth, and then you go for the next drink, and now. Yeah, it tastes wow. like fucking yeah. Seven Up or Sprite. That's or actually sorry. Yeah, like I want some of this next year say, for summer. <laughs> what would happen if you're like? I I understand you're you know doubling the alcohol content, but I mean, <laughs> you know, Mount Royal Light with this hard seltzer. I mean, yeah, you're only gonna need two. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cheap day because <laughs> yeah, these are all like five percent, five five, and the uh, root beer is five and a half. I got a black cherry one too, but. I figured that would overload us this yeah. morning, but I tried one of those yesterday. It wasn't quite cold enough, but I still tried it because I'm a sucker for... I feel like I'm not drinking... Yeah. It feels like you're drinking a soda. Yeah. Or like a energy drink or something. Get behind the wheel after a few of these. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get bumper cars. Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. And they had, a, they had a bunch of cool shit at that Rhinelander Brewery. But their bar area, I mean, there's only like six or eight bar stools. Uh, but then they have a bunch of like picnic style tables that a bunch of like old guys were there playing euchre or sheephead or something. Um, like four or five guys. So that must be their regular hangout. And in the corner they had like what a lot of those bars in uh, Green Bay have with all the board games. Uh but I was like, I don't want to play shoots and ladders. What? <laughs> one thing that would been really cool to see those two old guys with Cuban cigars. Like, uh, if you go like to uh, like Chicago and New York, you go to those parks and they're sitting there, they're playing, playing like, chess. Yeah, but outdoor. instead of that, they're sitting inside smoking cigars, and they're both <laughs> these two eighty-year-old guys rock 'em, sock 'em robots. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just nonstop, just hearing the plastic. Just, Son of a bitch! <laughs> you pop my head off again. Do you remember the version of Rock'em Sock'em Robots that was Street Fighter? Yes. Guile and uh, Ryu, I think it was. Uh, yep. I had that. I don't know where it is, but I wish I still had it because that was the coolest. Those things were so easy to break. Yeah. I mean, because people would get too intense into it. Well, yeah, be... kids are playing with it, so they're pounding on the lever and breaking the lever. Yeah, and... I mean, you were kind of hitting the same way you would with a hungry, hungry hippo with that yep. back tail or whatever. You'd be sitting there, and that thing would snap <laughs> off, and you didn't get no more marbles. Yep. You sucked. And then you just tip it over and be like, fuck this game. Yeah. <laughs> Suckers take the walk. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> you're, not oh, staying, shit. you're not staying for macaroni That reminds and me of my other favorite board game as a kid. Remember Crossfire? Yes. Oh, my God, where you had the little gun with the metal uh, uh, bearings in it. Yep. 
and you had to shoot the star in the triangle. The only thing I hated about that was the board itself was like that cardboard. Concave, too. Yeah. yeah so and it was so sink if, in the middle, so yeah. it was really hard to... But when you put two of them on there, you'd get one over, and you were trying to get the other one, but then it got close, and you're like, ah, shit, I got to switch. So it was like really panic-inducing for a child. <laughs> but... That was so fun. It was like playing air hockey only with like the bead guns. Yeah, air hockey with two pucks and yeah, shooting little BBs. One, at I it. remember one was a circle and the other one wasn't it like a star? There was like a ninja star and a triangle. I thought. I thought it was a circle because I could remember. Uh, well, me... they might have had different ones, but yeah. I just remember the triangle because that one was really <laughs> easy to hit. Do you remember the commercial that they had for it? <laughs> Barely, but I now mean, that you it, say it. <laughs> I can remember the uh, the commercial. It was all like th- these two kids are like, you know, facing off. It was almost like uh, it, like uh, it'd be like a street fight. Like one must perish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. All like there was no like caring about sensitivity back then. Like even kids' games are like uh, like here's a gunfighter the f- duel. Like, I'm just gonna play the commercial. It was a 30 second commercial. This is. What the commercial was back in the uh, 80s. Or... It's some time in the future. The ultimate challenge. Crossfire. That is the epitome of Cross the 80s. Fire. And there's gun fucking ricochets yep. in the back. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're going to market this I remember this like that kids. commercial. It made it sound like you were like, you know, a final death to the, yeah. you know. <laughs> a ba- uh, old Western duel. Yeah. You expected the uh, good, bad, and the ugly to play in the background. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I was like, yeah, when we were looking at uh, the um, the boards or, I mean, the the two balls that were with it. It was a, oh, you are right. Yes, it was a triangle and it was the Ninja Star. Don't ever question me again. Well, I am so (laughs) sorry. Please, please refrain from me ever saying anything again. (laughs) Yeah. Take everything he says with a great assault. Uh, So, yeah, at the brewery, we were there for like an hour because they got a shit ton of merch there. So I bought like a Hodag maggot, uh, maggot, magnet, magnet. Um, they had these cool little shot glasses. Uh, they were like silicone. They weren't glass. They were like hard silicone. So I don't know. Easier to clean. They won't break. Yeah. Um, what other beers did we have? Oh, there was like an Irish ale. Uh, which which you are a fan of. Yeah. And that was her favorite. Uh, but I was, this root beer was my favorite by far. Then we tried a stout. That was pretty good, but it tasted almost exactly like coffee, but it was still good. And these are all the Rhinelander brews besides this uh, over-the-barrel seltzer and root beer. Um, Then they had their regular Rhinelander light, which, I mean, it tasted a little like that Locals light that we had from Michigan. So it was refreshing, really good. Um, I'm trying to think the other ones we tried. There was one other dark beer. There was Irish Ale, the Stout, and the Root Beer was darker. Then there was the Rhinelander Ale, the Banana Mon, which sucked. Oh, and then this. 
uh, hard seltzer, the Meyer Lemon. So I guess there wasn't another beer. But we finished that off. Uh, I don't think we had anything else there because we were, <laughs> we were still stuffed from the fucking Bloody Mary. Yeah. But they had a lot of cool merch there, but none of the T-shirts fit either of us. <laughs> the women's, it was either smalls or guys. It was all mediums and larges. And we're like, thought this was the Northwoods. We just came from CT's Deli. We're looking around at you people. There's the, <laughs> you need some larger sizes. You said the Turns budget. out that all the people from Illinois yeah. are uh, <laughs> extra large to medium quadruple XL. Well. They didn't have any of those for their, for me. You got but, any uh, fucking brats over here? <laughs> I need an Italian sub, bud. Um, you got deep dish over here? Ugh. I had that a couple times in Chicago, and I'm like... You got to make sure that that thing is cooled off. I did that one oh, time. Oh, yeah, because the molten cheese yeah. will just burn your tongue right off. Yeah, because one time we were uh, when we were staying in uh, just outside of Chicago, and then we uh, ordered... Uh, at the hotel, we got a uh, Chicago deep dish uh, sent to our room, and we were out boozing her all day. So of course, you know you're just hungry, mm-hmm. and dove right in, burnt everything in my mouth. Yeah, I exactly. Mean. There's two famous ones down there. There's like uh, I forget what the first ones. It's like Lum. It's not Lombardo's, but something close to that. But then the other one is Lou Malganado. Yes, Lou Malganado's. That one was my favorite. I was down there twice for work, and uh, our boss took us to that other place first. But then when I went down there for training, me and a couple of guys in training. So the two famous ones, you were right on the one, Lou Malinati's. Yeah, that was my favorite, and Lou Malinati's. Giordano's. Giordano's, yep. Or Giordano's, yep. So they were both decent, but the uh, Lou Malinati's has like a garlic butter crust on That's the bottom. That's nice. Oh, my God. You can get it without that. It takes like... 15 extra minutes for them to make that crust but fucking worth it if you're gonna have a deep dish pizza i i would recommend getting that one the lou malganati's with the butter garlic crust it's fucking delicious but you're lucky to get through two slices <laughs> that thing is filling i mean it's and they're huge i mean yeah. there's a lot of dough <clears throat> costs a lot of dough too yes uh i gotta see Sorry, we don't have a cough button on this or, <laughs> or a sneeze, sneeze button. button. <laughs> Just like the story about Bob Euchre. Yeah. Look at the tits on that. <laughs> yeah. I took a big whiff of the smelling salt yeah, before. Uh, it's because he took a nap uh, yeah. that's right before I got here. Mm-hmm. I was like, shit, it's 10.15. He's going to be here in 15 minutes. I better put on some pants. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I walked in and you were just sitting there in your boxers, I mean. <laughs> yeah, we've known each other long enough. Yeah. He gives a shit. <laughs> Uh, so where was I? Oh yeah, that we're still at Rhinelander Brewing Company. Yep. And they have these. Uh, I noticed that out of the corner of my eye, it was hanging on the wall. It was like these little skinny, almost like dog tags. That they it was called Taga Brew or Taga Brow. Uh, it looked like you remember those little stamp pennies that you would get at like. I remember in Wisconsin Dells, we always got Yeah, there were a lot of places in Wisconsin Dells. You put a penny in and then 50 cents, and it would stamp a penny for you. So these little copper tags are tagged with the brewery that you're at, and then it has like a little charm on it too, like the state of Wisconsin, a little pewter charm or like a half moon with woods on it. You know, they're like five bucks. But apparently this Tagabrew or Tagabrow, I'll have to look it up, 
they're at all these breweries and it's sort of like a collector thing like to see how many you've been to and you just keep adding those little tags to your chain uh it's cool so now i gotta fucking find another brewery that's got them and keep collecting. I'm wondering, do they have that online probably where they do actually have <clears throat> I didn't almost? even look into it because our weekend was so fucking busy. Yeah. But I'm going to look into it more. But, yeah. I'm, the the owner there was bartending, and she was telling us about it. So I'm like, yeah, why not? Being a couple tourists today, why not? But, oh, the other thing they had was uh, hodeg hats. <laughs> They're like the stocking caps with the big long spike tail of a hodeg for those of you who don't know what a hodeg is it's like a it was a cross it was three things i know it was a <clears throat> dinosaur or uh, a dinosaur a um yeah like it was a, like three different animals combined into one yeah it's green it's got spikes along its back and tail like a stegosaurus kind of uh and it is uh okay so i found it the um the I, fiercest strangest most frightening monster ever to set razor sharp claws on earth um but it doesn't say exactly i remember there was like oh here it is uh the article claimed the hodag had the head of a frog the grinning face of a giant elephant thick short legs set off by huge claws the back of a dinosaur and a long tail with spears at the end yeah I mean, I don't know if it has a face of a frog, but... I can see that. Yeah, I guess, but with big, sharp teeth and two horns coming out of the side of its face. And then it had, uh, like, really dark red eyes. Yep. But they had a... The next bar we went to, anyway, they had, like, this hat, you know, but it wouldn't fit my gigantic melon of a head. I thought about getting a smaller one for... I'm <laughs> just reading some of the Hodega... Uh, lore. Lore. Uh, the Hodeg Tears... Made the world's best lemonade. Unfortunately, the whole day never cries. <laughs> That's a Chuck Norris bit. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. There's another one. Uh, beer barrel polka. When the wind blows through the whole day's fur, it plays a perfect version of beer barrel polka. <laughs> uh, the late summer sunset stole its colors from the whole day's eyes. Okay. The Hodeg will eat fish fresh out of the lake, but he prefers a traditional Wisconsin fish fry with potato <laughs> pancakes. If he tilts his head just right, the Hodeg can pick up every Milwaukee Brewers radio broadcast on his horns, but the reception is fuzzy. <laughs> Boom Lake was formed after Hodeg did a cannonball in a puddle. <laughs> uh, the Hodeg smells exactly like pine-scented car air freshener. And there's right, two one more. There's two more, yeah. Okay. And that's it. The spikes on the Hodeg's tail serve as a perfect marshmallow roasting stick. <laughs> and the last one, the Hodeg is a scratch golfer, and he never needs to buy golf balls either. He just collects the ones that are hit into the woods. Ah. Uh, wah, wah. There you go. There's a little bit of history about Hodeg. But we went uh, the uh, next bar we went to, Buckethead's uh, Sports Bar, had a big carved Hodeg that was, like, fierce looking. And, like, it looked like a... American Werewolf in London type face, but then, you know, obviously the spikes and the green fur. Uh, pictures up on our uh, Facebook page. Go check it out. It looks really cool. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, after Rhinelander Brewing Company, I think I hit everything in there. Yeah. Oh, uh, they had those big uh, crawler cans like they do at uh, Stubborn, Stubborn Brothers, Brothers, yeah, where they fill them right there and then just put a bunch in the cooler and mark which ones are which. 
You got like 72 hours to drink them usually? Yeah. So I didn't get one because that's the reason why. And it would have been, we didn't have a cooler with right. us. So would have got warm. And I'm like, screw that. We got these seltzers and sodas. That's really so, good. Yeah. I love this fucking Meyer Lemon over the, I was trying to find their company over the barrel and I couldn't on like social media. Really? Like I was looking it up on Facebook and couldn't find anything, but I didn't look that hard. Um, so yeah, then we went to uh, Bucketheads over the barrel hard soda. Mm. It is uh, by Drizzly. No, that's a liquor company. Oh, is it? Okay, that's I'm sorry. Yeah, I was looking at all of them, and it just was a bunch of places that sells it. They didn't have like a website of their own or a. Well, that's weird. Yeah, you would think, but. Putting all the money into their product instead of social media. That's fine. I'll spread the word. <clears throat> it was fucking delicious. Uh, and I can't wait to get this root beer. But anyway, we went to Bucket Heads. Put a couple bucks in the machines. Didn't really win any. Oh, no. She won like 40 bucks off 20. And I fucking failed miserably. <laughs> they had a White Claw machine there that I tried. Yep. Where they have the empty White Claw cans in there. Yeah, failed miserably on that one, too. Fucking claw machines every time get you. So, supposedly, Over the Barrel is by Rhinelander Brewery. Oh, so that's... Yeah. It's just a sub... It is, yeah. Oh, okay. Because everything that keeps coming up is Rhinelander Brewery. Well, then that makes sense. Yeah. Because it was on their taps, you know, for... I'm wondering if it does say uh, on the can... Uh, yeah, oh, right here, yeah, brewed and bottled by R- Rhinelander Brewing Company, Monroe, Wisconsin. I'll be damned. Well, yeah, just go Interesting fact, the amount serving per calorie, or, or amount <laughs> per serving calories, 120. Really? Whatever. It, calories delicious. from the alcohol, 100. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. That's like that old like uh, Mitch Hedberg joke where he's like, I really like I really like Seven Up. They say that's just lemon and lime, but I went home and tried to make it. There's more to it than that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Then we went to Bucketheads, and then uh, there was a bar that we had to go to because it was called Big, Big Daddy's. Daddy's. Yep. And that was an old school. There's like there must have been a big Italian uh, population up there because it was like an old school Italian uh, pizza joint. Uh, big wood fired uh, pizza oven them back, which it made the fucking room pretty hot. But it had a big curved bar, and like if I had a bar, it would be this darkly lit. It was barely lit, and it had like the old school like uh, <sighs> like if you look at any movie from the twenties, like the noir style of. Like the glass and mirrors that are vertical around wood. That's how like the back bar was. And they had a really old cash register there that didn't work, but it was still cool looking. Um and the guy there, he was the owner too, and his nickname was Big Daddy. I'm like, ah, me too. And he's like, Get out. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one of us. It's kind of like uh the black man in this town. There can only be one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no need for two. You yeah. need to leave. <laughs> We always give Johnny shit. Yeah, he come to the bar, and be like, "Yeah, reached our quota." Oh yeah, when Willie, well, well, when Willie would be yeah. in town too, and then all of a sudden Willie and Johnny, they were both there, and it'd be like, "There's only enough room for one of us." <laughs> These are my white people. <laughs> These are my white people. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to find your own whites. Um, 
Actually, you want to know, I just wanted to bring this up, though, because we were talking about, uh, you know, your Rhinelander trip, and then you were talking about Big Daddies yesterday. And, you know, we always talk about how your, uh, you know, your your devices are listening in on you, right? Yeah. So, anyway, I get done, or I, uh, after we left last night and I went home, I decided to just, you know, pop up TikTok and watch a bunch of stupid videos. And the first <laughs> video popped up, and I've never seen it ever, was, uh, it was a video... Because Big Daddy's is on TikTok or some or somebody was there. Okay. And the first video popped up was this person at Big Daddy's. At that bar? Yes. Huh. And I was like, okay, I've never saw a video of Big Daddy's and Rhinelander ever before. And now you are. And bam, the first video that popped up right when I, you know, got on TikTok was that. Sons of bitches. They're listening at every corner. Algorithm at its finest. So, yeah, then we uh, headed back to town. Um, but yeah, I had the day off and I wanted to get out of town and it was a nice little trip back in town by five. We're good to yeah. go. Um, but I definitely want to go bu- uh, back up there for like a Friday night, stay overnight. And cause there's a couple of bars outside of town that I saw that are fucking cool looking. Like they have, uh, like a birch tree growing in the fucking bar through the wall. Like, I don't know if it's real. It, I don't think it is, but just the ambiance and everything look really cool i want to go to that one and then there's like two other ones north of town that i'm like ah fuck we don't have time to go to those but yeah definitely want to go back there and then uh yesterday we went to our supper club of the month where we met up with none other than the wisconsin Wisconsin. supper club chasers yes and what a treat it was yeah that was awesome time just sitting down and talking with him and if if i can ask you i mean were you a little bit nervous a Uh, little bit so was i but as soon as you know i i seen him and i walked over to him and as soon as he uh started talking i shook his hand i'm like ah he's just another guy like us exactly (laughs) and i uh, yeah it was fine because he's got quite a big following he's got like 10 or 15,000 followers. Uh, but then he was talking about all the other, like, social media Wisconsin people, like, uh, Wandering Wisconsin. And uh, who else was he talking about? Uh, well, some of the other people who run supper clubs that they go to yep. regularly. Uh, <clears throat> in the summers, they're up in the sort of Eagle River area, I guess you'd say you know within 20 miles any direction so and there's a ton of supper clubs up there so they got plenty to choose from on a regular basis but he said they hit three supper clubs three to four a week, week. yep this was, their this was their 129th one that they yeah, did with 129th us. or 27th but uh they travel all over the state for supper clubs so he gave us a lot of good recommendations i put them in my phone uh some of their favorites so, got to add them to the bucket for next year's summer trip. I think trip. this was the first time we actually sat at the bar longer than usual. Yeah, we sat it, it at was, the bar was, for almost two hours. I mean, it was awesome. I mean, you know, we were just sitting there. I Bullshitting mean, the whole time. The, yeah, these people are just, uh, you know, they both were just down to earth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, him and his... Uh, his girlfriend. Uh, they both were telling us all these stories from, you know, the past, what? Well, they, they only said they only started doing it maybe five years ago yes. but they've always just like most wisconsinites always go to a supper club you know every now and then and it's sort of like a rite of passage or a pastime like i was telling him growing up 
about going to my aunt's uh, supper club, Sally's Grapevine, which is now the studio lounge in Shano, um, and sort of describing my, because of my childhood being there, what my idea of the perfect supper club was. And he's like, oh, okay, you're like the old school. So the place we went to, Bob and Laura's, had a lot of that. It was dimly lit in the bar area. They had cool like uh, wall sconce lights everywhere. Kind of like it felt like you were walking into like a mine or a mine. Yeah, you almost know, like a mine, like a mine shaft. Almost. Yeah. And <clears throat> so the bar was a big circle bar, and they had like a above the bar lit up with like artistic bottles, like somebody had painted. So taking old wine and liquor bottles, and there was like a uh, I remember an eagle one that was painted that was really pretty i think it's on the picture on our on our uh, facebook post uh but that they had those wrapped all the way around on a hanging sort of chandelier wooden chandelier but it was just you know christmas lights on the outside of it and those bottles on top really great uh service bartender was great yep she every time we got close to the bottom she's like need another one and after because each one of us were ordering old fashions, but a different style of old fashioned. Yep. And by our third one, she had it nailed down. So props to her. Great bartender. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we sat there and talked Also, a while. another good thing is, well, Paul was our DD, but it was uh, free refills on the soda. Oh, yeah. Which was he actually kind of cool. You know. He was all jacked up <laughs> on Pepsi. <laughs> I'm all jacked up on Pepsi. <laughs> Shut up, Chip. We're, we're going to get back to Bodwell in no time. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when we left, it was friggin' getting dark already. Yeah. Uh, well, we were there for three and a half hours. Yeah, three and a half, four hours. We're like, holy shit. Time just flew by, too, because we we're just having fun, chit-chatting. Uh, really great people, so definitely go follow uh, Wisconsin Supper Club Chasers if you're not already on Facebook and Instagram. And I guess they're on TikTok, They're on too. TikTok, too, as well. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about uh, maybe in October meeting up with them if we can. It's going to be hard to, but uh, we're definitely going to get back together yes. with them at some point and hit a supper club, especially when we go to Eagle River next year for either my birthday or maybe we'll even go, well, Robert's birthday is in November. November. I don't know if we want to go all the way to Eagle River, but maybe we will. Um, lots of time for that, but we're definitely going to get together with those two. Again, that was a great time. Uh, but then moving on to the meal, they had a pretty extensive uh, menu there. Yeah. Because um, like, that's one thing I've noticed is like a lot of supper clubs now, their menu is getting smaller. I mean, it's just more or less, it's a focal point on just, you know, just some... Saturday prime rib, Friday right. fish fry, you know, and then whatever their regular menu is, which is like four different steaks and three different seafood options. Yeah, and but I mean, this one was... There was like four pages of stuff on their uh menu and i'm like holy cow like they had a lot of uh specialty little steak dinners like with you know like a oscar style or with hollandaise and crab meat and uh but then they had like mix and match get a steak that's what i did i got steak and uh, stuffed shrimp uh which is really good um what did you get? I got the 18 ounce ribeye. Okay, how was Which, that? Oh, phenomenal! It looked, it looked great. I and had the this thing. There was not a lot of fat in it. I mean, this thing was thick. Um, I only ate about half of it, and oh, I was yeah. completely full. <laughs> yeah. Well, their salad bar was outstanding. Yes. 
Um, I had the clam chowder first. And all the stuff that they actually had on there, too. There was some stuff. I mean, me and Big Daddy we oh, were yeah. talking about. I mean, there's things that were on there that I haven't had in 20 years. Yeah, they had pickled cherry peppers. Yeah. The red and uh, green, their little round, almost golf ball size cherry peppers. They were fucking delicious, too. And then they had pepperoncinis on there. They had pickled herring, which I was like, holy shit, I only get this around Thanksgiving when the family gets together. So they had that. Then they had liver pate and a couple cheese spreads. I tried the onion and chive one, which was fucking fantastic. Then they had those little garlic uh, bread things for crackers to spread it on. Uh, But, I mean, they had everything you could think of to put on your salad there. Uh, And then they had a lot of pasta salads and little... Uh, like a seafood salad, potato salad, pasta salads. I didn't. I was, I was getting full from the yeah. drinks, so I only had a half my plate was a salad with hot bacon dressing. They had that was big points there. Uh, not a lot of people do that anymore. Then I had some pickled herring, some liver pate, some cheese spread, and what else did I get? Oh, and then the clam chowder. So, I guess the uh, chicken dumpling soup there. Was the, the other dumplings option. were huge. Yeah, I saw he got that, and I'm like, that looks that looks pretty damn good. But I got to try the clam chowder anywhere I go. So yeah, their uh, <clears throat> salad bar is amazing. But then yeah, the steaks were great. Uh, I think my girl had she had scallops and salmon, and the salmon was really really good. Uh, the scallops are good. The stuffed shrimp that I got, I don't know why I thought it would be something different, but it was just like crab and seafood stuffed deep fried shrimp. For some reason, I thought maybe they'd have big prawns with something stuffed in it, like cream cheese. I don't know. I didn't think of it when I ordered it. I was just like, oh, stuffed shrimp, that sounds good. But everywhere I've gone, stuffed shrimp is the same thing that I've had there. It's delicious. It's just, I don't know. But it was, yeah, it was great. Uh, my steak, I had a sirloin, rare, it came rare, happy with that, and then Paul had a ribeye too, or prime I, rib? No, I, he, I, I believe he had the prime rib. Yeah, because that was on special yes. for Saturdays too, and... And I mean, the price too was just, you, you it couldn't go wrong on yeah. it, I mean, my 18 ounce, my 18 ounce, um, ribeye was only 28 bucks. Yeah, well, <clears throat> the total bill for... Me and my girl was sixty. Yeah, and, and my she had the salmon scallops. I had the sirloin and stuffed shrimp, and what twice baked potato. And I had the red potatoes with garlic, butter, and parsley. And holy shit, was that good! Like, not a lot of people put red potatoes on their menu anymore. I don't know why. It's just either baked potato, twice baked potato, or fries. You know that seems yeah. to be the options you usually get these days. So. When I saw that, I'm like, yeah, give me that. And it was fucking delicious. So I think uh, when we did the tallies in the car, uh, added up to 8.5, we gave a rating to Bob and Laura's. Congratulations. Great job, Bob and Laura's. We had, yeah. we had a fantastic time. And also, the, once again, Wisconsin Supper Club Chasers, you guys were you guys were awesome. Yeah, we took a couple pictures with them. Yeah, check uh, that we out. We posted them on our social media. They mentioned us on their page, so... That was really cool of them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we definitely got to get back together. Uh, the only thing that if you are planning on going, one of the things you might want to be aware of, uh, they do not accept uh, credit yeah, cards or debit only. cards. Cash or local checks only. So, yeah. so uh, uh, 
Uh, but you, they got an ATM, so yeah. But I mean, you are seeing a lot of them. I mean, it, I could well, see those that smaller, going. Well, smaller smaller places are doing that just because, you know, the credit card fees for transaction fees are getting, getting ridiculous. ridiculous. Yes. Just like credit card interest rates are ridiculous now. I looked at my Amazon card; it's twenty nine percent. I'm like, oh, I guess I got to pay off that sixty bucks for that smelling salts I bought. <laughs> it almost makes it look like it's better off to just buy a prepaid Amazon gift card and then just yeah. load it in that way. Pretty much. I mean. Just don't put the gift card on your credit card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just don't do that. Right. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not using the old Amazon too much anymore yeah. unless I have the money for it already to pay it off. Yeah. But anyway, let's uh, pick October. Oh, can Summer you believe October Club. already? I love wow. it. Wow, I know. All right, so here we go. Our October Supper Club of the Month will be... I just got to make sure. Dun, 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 dun. It is... Studio Lounge in Shano. Hey, we were just talking <laughs> hey, about it. We were it. just talking about it. Oh. Studio Lounge, Cassidy Studio Lounge in nice. Shano. No, that'll be an easy one for us. We can even do like a Friday or a Sunday if we needed to. But uh, with Packer season, we're going to have to start doing our uh, shows maybe on Fridays or Saturdays. Yeah. So. I'm thinking Friday is probably Friday nights would probably work the best. Yeah, if we don't have a Saturday yeah. open for any of us, uh, we can definitely do that because it's only 20-minute drive away. Yeah. So that's awesome for us. All right, so Cassie Studio Lounge, watch out. We're coming for I you. I was just there last week, too. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, we go there for our Lions Club Christmas party. Yep. Uh, for We've gone a few times. Um, I remember I had the, like, stuffed pork chops with, like, uh, apple chutney on it. Okay. Fuck, that was good. And I had the tenderloin. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, and their salad bar is pretty decent, too. Yes. Um, but I remember when I was a kid, my Aunt Sally used to have the giant cheese block. It was like a 100-pound cheese block, and you just – it was at the end of the salad bar. You'd take the cheese slicer and run it over the top and get a couple pieces of cheese off of it. It was cool. I don't see anybody doing that no. anymore. Um, <clears throat> all right. What's next? Football season. That's what's next. That's why we're doing the – we're doing this earlier. Earlier in the day so we can get See, to the tavern. See, we're responsible. We actually left early. You know, I mean, because that food, it filled us up. I mean. Yeah, I was ready to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we still had that uh, from the uh, supper club. It was still about a 55-minute drive back. And, you know, it was already getting dark time or, you know, getting dark. And it was just like, ugh. Oh, and then when we got back to the bar, it was like brightly lit. And yeah. I had one cocktail and I'm like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Hell with ready, this. Ready for bed. I'm going to watch some Netflix and pass out. <laughs> Netflix and chill while you're bringing that back? Good for you. Well, I was watching Midnight Mass. You ever see that show on? Oh, I like literally a... thought it was a Midnight Mass for you. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're just sitting in front of your <laughs> yeah. uh, coffee table. You've got the wine uh, in a little cauldron. or Not or, if you uh, watch this show. It's... <laughs> No, I have it's not a, watched Midnight Mass. It's a Mass. limited series, okay. so there's like seven or eight episodes. I actually got rid of Netflix, so I have. Well, I, I just I just canceled my HBO, so I'm, oh, okay. I'm getting Netflix or Hulu or because on Netflix there's a lot of stand-up specials that guys we follow, like Shane Gillis just dropped a uh, stand-up special this past week. Uh, if you got Netflix, definitely check him out. He's one of the best new comedians out there. Netflix is a joke. Yep. Uh, and then Mark Norman released his special last month on Netflix. So 
I want to watch those. So even if I just get Netflix for like a month or two and then switch to something else. I watched last night. I got home and I watched uh, the live uh, feed, live stream of uh, Joe Rogan when they were sitting in his studio watching the uh, UFC fights. Oh, the fight companions? Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll probably get that for a couple months. And then a couple guys got stand-up specials on Amazon Prime, too. I know Jim Gaffigan did, but uh, two other guys I know. Can't remember the names of them, though. But Sam Morell, I think, has one on there. Uh but yeah, do the little dance because I after I got done with Hard Knocks, there wasn't too much else I wanted to watch on HBO. So I was watching that Winning Time, the uh, Lakers with yep. uh, John C. Riley plays Jerry Buss, or uh, yeah, was Jerry Buss the owner? Yes. Who was the Jerry West? Jerry was the West place. was the player. Okay, yeah. So uh, Jason Clark plays Jerry West, and he's. He's hilarious as him on there. But John C. Riley, I'm like, he's got to be one of the better actors because he can do a dramatic role like that, and you totally forget he was the dumb sidekick in Talladega Nights. And Step Brothers. <laughs> and Step yeah. Brothers and well, all and, the other And the Will thing Ferrell was, is, I totally forgot about it. Uh, yesterday morning, uh, I was watching Days of Thunder. Totally forgot he oh, was yeah, in there. Oh, yeah, he was in there he was as one of the crew of the, members. Yep. Yeah, holy shit. I turned it on right at the perfect time. I, I actually, I tur- it was in the middle of the... We were talking about Days of Thunder last yeah. night, too. <laughs> let me out of the car, Cole. Let me out of the car. <laughs> uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about the nude scene. Yeah, that was the first time I saw boobs. Yep. Was the, yeah, that, uh... that was one of the conversations we had at the table. Yeah. Was <laughs> the first time we ever saw tits. I said it was bachelor party with Tom Hanks. And then somebody had porkies. Yep. And then I'm pretty sure... I don't even think it was full nudity though. It was when the uh the after after Tom Cruise won a race or placed like in the top three, the the tour bus got pulled over and the guys hired strippers as cops to frisk him and all of a sudden she whipped open her top and I'm like ah! I was like eight years old, I'm like Oh my God! What's happening in my pants? <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the fuck else? Oh, we were talking about football. Our fantasy football, yeah, is underway with the league that we're all in. And uh, Thursday night, the Lions upset the Chiefs, and my wow. uh, I got Amon St. Brown. Amaron. Amaron St. Brown, and he scored a touchdown and some yards for me so i'm already up 19 points and good old marlboro players, miles and my players start all my players well it starts today it's still well and you had travis kelsey yeah he so funny out. story i just wanted to like you know travis kelsey was my first pick okay <laughs> he goes out and then i uh i was watching uh vison this morning and they were talking about darren waller not possibly playing i'm like that's my other tight end <laughs> yeah <laughs> shit i'm gonna be i'm gonna First week of the first, you know, first week of the season, in the I'm going to be yeah, out in the toilet and I play against Robert. So, Robert, fuck you. I hope I beat you now. <laughs> we'll have him on the show next week. Well, I, I saw he uh, he's uh, I didn't message us. Yeah. All he did was he said that um, he uh, well, I've got 38 different lineups in for DraftKings. <laughs> Yep. It's so that more time or less, of the season. So Robert has nothing else better to do to uh, nonstop <laughs> DraftKings, and uh, yeah, that's. I it. don't even know if I'm gonna go on DraftKings at all. I think I might have like four bucks left. In I my have account. Uh, I have thirty dollars yet. 
I uh, built it up last year to 80 bucks off of my original 20 that I invested. Yep. And then I just, I don't know, I bet stupid a couple times. I thought I knew what I was talking about. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> it was my Midnight Mass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, okay. No, you got to check that okay. show out on Netflix, Midnight Mass. It's a couple years old, and I remember watching it when it first came out and being like, holy fuck. It's just that a couple of the episodes get really slow, and then all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. So don't skip it. So I was thinking about this. I might as well just ask you this. Yesterday, I was watching a movie. I think I talked to you about this yesterday. What do you think, in your own in your own opinion, what is the most underrated movie of all time? Huh. And, and I thought about, well, I mean, I didn't think about it. I mean, I was watching it, and I go, this has to be probably the most underrated movie of all time. There's an independent movie called The Legend of 1900 with Tim Roth. That's a complete, there's not another movie like it. It's so hard to describe. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not weird or anything like that. Eh, maybe it is a little bit, but it's it's about like uh, when the ships would come over from, you know, those transatlantic ships between Europe and uh, New York. And a guy who was basically born on the ship and never set foot on dry land and he became the piano player on the ship for pretty much his whole life and it's just tim roth plays the main character and then there's a lot of supporting actors that you would recognize in it too but it's a great movie that nobody's heard of and it's called the legend of 1900 so anybody wants a movie to check out where you'll be like i've never seen a movie like this that's one to check out. Oh. But yeah, it was a independent. I used to be a fucking huge movie buff in my 20s. Like when Netflix had the male DVDs, yeah. I would watch two movies a night and send them back. I'd get the eight at a time. And then I started burning them, maybe, uh, unofficially. <laughs> allegedly. So, allegedly. Um, but all those hard, hard drives are gone anyway. But because everything turned to streaming, you didn't need, you know. Right. But I was watching all these independent movies and that one stuck out as one of the best that I'd ever seen. So highly underrated just because nobody knows what about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know, what were you thinking? Well, I mean, it was like I mean, people knew about it, but I just feel like it was still underrated, you know, towards I mean, you didn't see a lot about it. Um I still think Boondock Saints. Well, you know why nobody heard about it? Because right when it was about to be released, Columbine happened. Yep. And they were wearing trench coats and shooting people. And the two main characters in Boondock Saints were wearing, you know, long pea coats and vengeance. You know, it's a movie about vengeance and uh, uh, vigilantism. So, yeah, the studios did not promote that movie whatsoever. But then when it went to DVD... Like, it got a cult following, so a lot of people know about it, but yeah, I can watch that movie a hundred times in a row. I love it so much. <laughs> I just, where they go into that one, shoot up all the guys at the peep show, and it's like, <laughs> Wyatt, fucking herp! <laughs> Rocco. Ah, <laughs> stupid fucking rope, huh? Yeah. Oh, I won't need the stupid fucking rope. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I was thinking about. I was like, yeah, Boondock Saints has to, uh, in my viewpoint, that's who I thought was 
pretty well underrated. And like you said, it was a lot to do with the combine. They they wouldn't be they wouldn't come up with a movie like that. Now. No, not now. But uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, the studios just didn't push it. It was just like I don't think it got a very big theater release at all. It did well in like the uh, what do you call that? Film, film festivals like the Sundance. Yeah, uh, Sundance Film Festival. Everybody raved yeah. about it. But then, as it was going to go to movie theaters, Columbine happened, and studios were like, eh, "We're not uh, giving any press to this movie." So then, it failed at the theaters. But then, when it went to DVD, it got a huge following. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but yeah, I love that movie. I had a poster in my room of that when I was in living in Platteville, going to college, or my buddies were going to college. I was working for Xerox. Um, but we'd watch that at least once a month. Love that movie. Um, what the fuck was I gonna, just going to say? I don't remember. Want to open card? <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> I, I can't. Um, so we have a special pack now. Yeah. Um, you bought a blaster box of Sage. Sage. Artistic. Is that what it's called? Artist or artistry? Uh, 2022 Sage Artistry Football. So a lot of these are college who uh, are now in the NFL, probably. Well, uh, we're probably going to get some that nobody's heard of. Before. I believe that there are, if the box says it, there's two autographs in each blaster box. Is I think is that what it says? And there's said? a special pack in there. So, yes. so I'm assuming that must be it. Yeah. So we'll wait till the end of this box. And it was that. 2022, so this was last year's draft pick. Yeah. So. so who would be in there that would be awesome to get an autograph from? Who was a rookie last year? Well, they were, uh, I'm trying to think of somebody that was uh, a big rookie last year. Oh, uh, Brees Hall. Brees Hall. That'd be a great one. Or the wide receiver for the Jets. Uh, Oh, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Uh, We'll find out when we open it. But let me open the first pack. So, Sage Artistry. First, I've got Kyron Williams. Jerome Ford. They don't even say what. Well, these are all college, so it doesn't say what team they're on. Derek Singletary Jr., Stingle is that wait Stingley, Derek Stingley Jr. Oh, not Singletary. Cornerback for the LSU Tigers, uh, Darian Beavers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't recognize that name. Kingsley Engenbar. Okay, sounds like a uh, a prince. Quarterback Chase Garbers. Jeremy Rickert. That's it. R-U-C-K-E-R-T. Yeah. Jeremy Rickert for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Brad Hawkins. Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, yeah. Michigan. He hey. was a, he's a top rookie. Kenny Pickett. Hey, there it is. Quarterback. quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. And he was a pit man, too. So. All right. Moving on. C.J. Stroud. I remember him. Yep. He's a uh, Houston. Grant Kelcaterra. Looks like a tight end. Jashawn Corbin. And last one is Jareth Stearns. So I got one decent one that we know of. All right. You ready? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. All right. So mine are as follows. <coughs> Bailey Zapp, which is the quarterback for the, um, I forgot, oh, University of Western Texas. <laughs> Brees Hall. No shit. Yep. I got a Brees Hall. Nice. Uh, Brad Hawkins, uh, Darian Kendrick, Theo Jackson of Tennessee, Drake London. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. Atlanta Falcons. Yep. Tyler Allgaier, Jordan Davis of Georgia, uh, Pierre Strong <laughs> Jr., uh, Jahan Dotson, Abraham Smith, uh, Cade Otten, uh, John, oh, John Michi III from Alabama. And to finish it off, Kyle Hamilton of uh, Notre Dame. <clears throat> well, you got Brees Hall and Drake London that yeah. trumps my Kenny Pickett. Yeah. So you're up two to nothing on me. Woohoo. God damn it. Do you want to open up one of those uh, or whatever to get rid of those artistic ones or the uh, Allen and Ginter too? Nah, we'll we'll save those. Okay. Octo- well, we'll do a playoff oh, yeah, baseball. Playoff baseball. Yeah. Once it gets to be October. Yeah. Oh, that'd and, be a great uh, idea. <coughs> God damn it. I got a cough like you wouldn't believe. It's like a frog in my throat. I get it like you every get it couple days. You get it all the days. time. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <coughs> you get it all the time, I tell you. Yeah, I don't I don't know. The last couple months it's been happening. Anyway, if there's a doctor out there, give me a call. Uh, <laughs> do you want to try this root beer? Yeah, why don't we go right to this root beer? It's so oh, yeah. fucking delicious. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Don't I, chug lemon lime. I, uh... I saved the Packers shirt. That would have been, um, I definitely would. Uh... Okay, so let me just ask you this. Your prediction of the Packer game. What's the use closer? Okay. I'll have to write this down. Please do. This will give you another point then. How's okay. that? We'll, do, we'll run this out of, yeah, so it could be 2-1 or it could be 3-0. The Bears still suck, yeah. but it's in Chicago. Justin Fields is decent. I'm going to say I'm a homer. I'm going to say Packers win 17-13. Even without Christian Watson in? Yep. Okay. Our running game is going to kill him. I like I like that. Okay, so you have them winning by three. Packers 17-13. Okay. Um, I feel... I think our defense has improved. I think this is where you're really going to see the defense more or less be the catalyst of the team. I see the Packers winning. I see the Packers winning by uh, six. Oh. Uh, the, the final score will be 21 to 14. 21. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, it'll be 21. Oh, no. So that, that wouldn't be realistic. Why don't I go with a weird 23 to 17? All righty. I got the, them written down. Yep. And the reason why that is because uh, Anders Carlson is going to miss an extra point. I think Jordan Love is going to get a rushing touchdown. I believe that. I, I, I think they're going to get to the red zone, and he's going to roll out and scramble and get a touchdown. I could see that happening. <clears throat> so we both have them. We both got the Packers. We're a couple of homers over here. Yep. All righty. All right. Um, let's go to this one right now. Yeah, try that root beer. It's fucking delicious. Holy shit, dude. Right? That's like a cross between like a mug root beer or a dad's root beer, and it doesn't taste like alcohol whatsoever. That's where the bad <laughs> that's where the bad news would come into effect. Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? I sure do. God damn it. Well I'm afraid I've got some bad news. The damn thing got it was like uh stuck. Uh you know, I have no fucking clue. Well, I got two stories. Yep, so do I. So why don't you go ahead first with yours, or right. with one of yours. Hold on. Lake Mary, Florida. Uh, hang on. 
I'm sorry. I had to take all my glasses. A three-legged bear nicknamed Tripod steals and drinks White Claw Seltzers in a Florida home raid. Uh, a three-legged bear was in the mood to party this weekend when it snuck into a home bar in Lake Mary, Florida and swiped several drinks. The bear, who neighbors nick- nicknamed Tripod, celebrated Labor Day weekend <laughs> by breaking into resident Josery Finito de Giglio's patio and helping itself to some refreshments and an apparent non nod to famous picnic thief Yogi Bear. <laughs> Though there was no honey to be had, Tripod found something much more bearable. Ah, I saw what you did there, Pun. He, he ate the fish food we had outside next to our fish tank and then proceeded to the bar. He took three white claws, drank, and left very happy. His favorite flavor was mango and strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> Once I saw him open the fridge, I got scared that he could open the doors to the house. It was Tripod's second visit to the patio, both times entering by making a hole in the screen door with his bare feet. Get it? Bare feet. Oh, boy. Though the encounter was shocking, the homeowner was barely surprised. I wasn't scared because we know the bear really well. He lives here. We respect their habitat as much as we can. Once the bear was stuffed, he left through the screen door. Hadn't been seen since. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. All right, this one happened in Stoughton, Wisconsin. A man in southern Wisconsin was taken to the Dane County Jail after allegedly trying to flee from authorities on a moped before getting arrested. The Stoughton Police Department posted on its Facebook page about a recent traffic stop involving a moped on September 1st around 11.55 p.m. Police tried to pull over the driver of the moped for multiple traffic violations. <laughs> Authorities say the driver, only identified as 20-year-old man, did not stop <laughs> for the officers and continued on to drive. Ah, screw you! 20-year-old Yeah. The driver allegedly entered private and public property to try to elude the officers. Eventually, the driver was stopped and arrested for eluding. The release says that when the driver was asked why he tried to flee on a moped, he reportedly said he thought it was worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> The driver was later sent to Dane County Jail and was given multiple traffic citations. No additional information has been provided. Oh. <laughs> this is a sort of a national story uh, out of Washington, D.C. AI infiltrates sex industry. Tech startups generate explicit content amid legal ethical concerns. So uh, artificial intelligence is now making a splash in the sex industry. Uh, According to NBC News, there are 35 app developers running more than 1,000 explicit ads for sex chatbots and AI-generated sexual images on meta apps, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, Apps promising AI-generated sexual images and companionship are running hundreds of ads on social media. Human sex workers are often banned, though. Wow. So get an artificial intelligence sex worker. That's fine. But a real human, that's against the law. <laughs> I really like us together. Can <laughs> like we that, please continue on this conversation? What was that movie with Joaquin Phoenix with his phone? Her? Remember that? I don't know if I do. So Joaquin Phoenix was sort of this, you know, incel type dude. And uh, there was like a, the whole movie is about him downloading an app on his phone called Her. Okay. And it's an artificial intelligence that basically becomes his girlfriend. And it eventually ends up leaving him. <laughs> you know, you yeah. You know, they used to say that. Uh, so I was dating this girl, and all of a sudden she broke up with me, and I was the last man she's ever was with because she turned lesbian. Yeah. You know, it's like that's how. It's it's an how AI. I, know, I, know. Yeah. 
Amid the scandal about these images, uh, this increased prominence of AI in the adult industry has sex workers, just like workers across all workforces, anxious about being phased out by AI. Sex workers are not allowed to make money off their images, but some tech bro is creating a similar AI image is, says Caroline A., for anonymity, a uh, research fellow at Northumbria University. Uh, with AI evolving at a fast pace, there's going to be a learning curve for these platforms looking to regulate the AI-generated sexually explicit content. Uh, Meta's policies state ads cannot contain adult content. The company also says that these policies equally apply to human-made and AI-generated content, but this stuff's getting through. Um, there is a gray area when it comes to the law because these images are not real people. That <clears throat> is it true in a way. So yeah, all your uh, porn hubs and you porns and whatever else. It's going to start at, becoming an AI generated porn. AI, yeah, it's all going to be AI generated. Well, I, I know exactly who the ones would be excited about that. Probably <laughs> the ones that are into that anime porn. Well, no, like when they started doing those deep fakes that got oh, yes. banned right away of celebrities and stuff. That's what you're going to see. You're going to see a bunch of celebrity you're just gonna, porn yeah, tapes that, that aren't real. That aren't real. It's just They just prop their face right on, you mm -hmm. know. Or they look eerily similar. Well, <laughs> and in a way, that's kind of creepy because let's just say that you have, let's just even say from, you know, somebody local that, you know, you have oh, a yeah. crush on them. You have a picture well, no, of all them. the creeps. You're telling yeah. me all the creeps we know yes. aren't gonna fucking get the app and they're gonna put, have pictures of somebody's. They're gonna put know. their face on the guy or whatever, yeah. and then the face of the girl that they like want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fucking weird. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, and then with like neural Neuralink coming up, like there's not gonna be any secrets. You're gonna be no. able to read each other's minds. Be like, wow, you're really an asshole. <laughs> I thought you were my best friend. <laughs> I've been cheating yeah. on you my whole life. <laughs> yeah, your boyfriend is going to be like, oh, I've been thinking about every other women every time we've been in bed. Yep. <laughs> it's a whole new world coming at us. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I even see that there's that movie that's coming out. Uh, I think it's like in theaters now where it is. It's uh, They Created Us or something like that, The Creator. Okay. And it's about an AI, but then they actually say they created us and then they uh it, it um takes like a red uh like red spray paint over created and destroyed us. Huh. It's called if I'm correct, it's called the creator. If you get a chance, check out the trailer for it. It's about an AI. So more or less it would kind of have like the kind of same concept, I guess, in a way of iRobot, if you would say in a way oh, okay, okay. how you know uh robot was supposed to be there to help, you know, and yeah, then, but then as they programmed it to be more real it got its own ideas right and took over i was i was listening to on one of rogan's podcasts he had jeremy corbell and uh forget the other guy's name but they're like ufo investigators and they've been putting out these documentaries and reporting on stuff and so far they've been right about just damn near everything uh but the theory of like, did you ever see Prometheus, like the prequel to Alien? Yes. Where at the very beginning, the aliens like dump DNA into the water supply, and that's how evolution happened, and that's how we came to be. There were there's like theories and uh, stuff based on some of these government documents they have that uh, the reason it's not being released even though there's footage all over now of 
unidentified aerial phenomena is yeah. how they fucking call it now instead of UFO that they're checking in on us. <laughs> like we're basically a ant farm that they started <laughs> millions of years ago. <laughs> That's one of the theories. That's why they don't they say that the the public would be so shocked by it because it would destroy religion and it would destroy, you know, belief systems. So that's why they're keeping it under wraps is that we were actually created by an alien race far, far away. We're just an experiment. <laughs> but then there's another one that's we're just containers for souls like a fine wine that they're coming back to <laughs> drink, us. drink us. Yeah, like all like. You know, it would be kind of like uh, I don't know if you remember the killer clowns from uh, outer space. Yeah, remember they, they would drink the blood. They would put them in those cocoons <laughs> yeah. and then drink their blood with a curly straw. <laughs> yeah, with a curly straw. That was a horror slash, you know, but comedy. Yeah, the whole idea. It's stu- I don't buy it for one second. But like we're just like a a wine bottle, and all of our life experiences go into our soul, and that's consumed by some other entity. I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. That would be another reason that they would. Uh, cover it up because then life is pointless. We're just cattle, basically. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, But they were trying to come up with theories on why you wouldn't be released or why the... why the uh, All the footage that the government has that isn't released yet and all the tech that they have isn't released yet. So all these theories they were talking about, none of them, you know, obviously they're all speculative. It's not like there's proof, but that was a funny one, too, to me. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah because i was telling you about the creator it's like well what if, if you have like a tragic life are you like a sour beer <laughs> <laughs> dad shoes <laughs> that's you're not a distilled brewery sour punch puck, or pucker yeah. punch yeah uh yeah the creator though it comes out september 29th in theaters uh it was just a rundown as a future war between human race and artificial intelligence rages on ex-special forces agent joshua is recruited to hunt down and kill the creator the elusive architect of advanced AI. The creator has developed a mysterious weapon that has power to end the war and of all or all of mankind. As Joshua and his team of elite operatives venture into enemy-occupied territory, they soon discover the world-ending weapon is actually an AI in the form of a young child. Huh. Seems kind of, you know. That's almost Terminator-like. Yeah. Kind of. So I mean, Except no time travel. Whatever. I'm going to take a bite of this jalapeno. Yeah, you go ahead. Take a bite. Nicky oh, Mack Nicky Mac bought that, yeah. Yeah, he said it was the hottest. He said it was hotter right. than some habaneros that he had. Okay, so while you're doing that, um, I got my last bad news then as well. Okay. So this one happened in Atlanta. Well, I had to hit that a little early. <laughs> An international Delta Airlines flight flying from Atlanta, Georgia to Barcelona, Spain, was forced to turn around after two hours of it into its journey following a reported biohazard issue that happened just this past Friday. In an alleged auto audio clip from the flight deck posted to X, which is, you know, Twitter, Twitter. Uh, by an av- aviation enthusiast, the pilot said the flight was affected by a biohazard issue concerning a passenger who had diarrhea all over the way, <laughs> all over the plane, throughout the airplane. The audio clip was taken. The enthusiast said the plane was two hours into the eight hour flight when it had to make a U-turn, a U-turn <laughs> according to the data from Flight Trader 24. When asked to confirm the veracity of the audio shared to X, (laughs) 
It's just a clip from Dumb and yeah. Dumber where Harry. A spokesperson for Delta told Nextar that the plane returned to Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta International Airport in Georgia, or in Georgia because of a passenger that had a medical issue on board. <laughs> Uh, following an onboard medical issue, the teams worked as quickly and safely as possible to get the customers to their final destination. They sincerely apologized for the flight delay. Uh, the flight did land with, uh, without further incident uh, on uh, the next day, eight hours and six minutes behind schedule. Uh, ultimately, 336 customers were affected. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is um, <coughs> there was actually a person that was on the flight, and I think it was on... I want to say it was on Instagram or if it was on X. The the person like literally was walking off the plane um, to the aisle next to it because this happened on the. Uh, so if you're walking to your seat, it would be on the right side aisles, yeah. and it had where it was uh, the window seats, and then it had a, an aisle. Then you had the middle seats, yeah. and then another aisle. They were walking oh, on yeah. that one, but they were, and you could just see shit on ah. the floor. So fuck that. that what did you chug a bottle of olive oil before the flight? I was just gonna say, <laughs> if they had to turn the flight around, they must have been on one of those kayak deals, like my sister. Oh yeah, my that's... sister came back from Maine. This is how she got back to Milwaukee or to Chicago, from Maine to Atlanta to Denver to Seattle to Minneapolis, back to Chicago to get. Fuck that. Yeah. That's a fucking bunch of bullshit. You're telling me you can't get anyone? <laughs> I think the most that I've ever did for layovers was um, just the last time that I was in Vegas. It was Vegas to Seattle, Seattle to Minnesota, Minnesota to Green Bay. Yeah. And that was like the most that I, I mean, we flew out. Well, so it had been Western time. We flew out at like five in the morning, but then got and touched down into Green Bay, I want to say it was like 7 o'clock at night, central time then. So yeah. that was 12 hours. Or no, a little bit. Yeah, it would have been 12. Well, yeah, it had been 12 hours because you're two hours behind. So, so yeah, four fucking stops. That's No, fuck yeah. that. Yeah. You get really sick and tired of... She's like, don't get a deal on kayak. <laughs> I can see exactly that hat. Oh, well, going from bad news, why don't we go to this month's bad horoscope? All right, that's right. He's got it. I looked up our. Well, okay. So here, I can play this in the background while you're talking. So this is supposed to be. Um, I forgot the novel <laughs> again, and Brooks is going to yell at me because he did last night. <laughs> Dude, when is this going to start playing? You keep talking about it. I told him I'm like, we're going to do it tomorrow. I, Brooks, I just want you to know. I forgot again. Next time, can you remind me <laughs> on a Sunday morning to remember the novel? But this was the music that was actually going to play, but it's got music in the background on low, so you can play while you're you know, talking. Oh, give me a hit. So here it is. This is what it sounds like. It's now time for Dollar General Dollar Romance Novel Impersonations with Big Daddy. <laughs> here you go. Well, that's not bad. Yeah. Get me in the mood. See? All right, why don't you go ahead and... <laughs> Oh, you want me to read yeah. the horoscope? Yeah, while this is playing. All righty. So this month's horoscope is Virgo. It's your season and cosmic time to shine, dear Virgo, as the universe conspires to make your solar return extra special. You'll feel inspired to look towards the past, like that time you had a threesome at the carnival with the midget and the bearded lady. Lean into these vibes by appreciating all you've achieved and overcome. After all, you gave the bearded lady a fake number, 
and traveling and that traveling pig is probably dead by now so no need to worry about a paternity lawsuit coming your way put that in the wind column the Virgo new moon on the 14th will be an especially lucky day for you and just your luck the NFL season is starting forget about your kids college fun and lean into the hype and bet big on the Jets Mercury your planetary ruler ends its retrograde reign of terror on the next day putting you in a sharp-witted headspace so you're guaranteed to get out of that speeding ticket try hitting 88 miles an hour through a school zone you'll feel a shift when the Sun enters Libra on September 22nd never forget marking the start of the fall and particularly prosperous time for you parlay that big win you had with the Jets and buy a truckload of black market Girl Scout cookies I thought you were gonna say truckload full of queers (laughs) what where was I parlay parlay that big win you had on the Jets and buy a truckload of black market Girl Scout cookies and beat those little brats to the punch by pretending you have a sick daughter and sell them door to door as the month closes and the full moon rises on the 29th, it will heat up your love life and your loins. Be sure to schedule a doctor appointment on the 30th. That's all for you, That's dear all. Virgo. <laughs> that, I think the music worked out perfect with that. Yeah. <laughs> no? I don't know. A little light jazz in the background. Yeah, that's what I was going for. I was, you know, I mean, kind of get you in the mood. <laughs> Who did you have for uh, Comedian of the Week? Was that? Who did you have for comedian of the week this week? Did you oh, pick so anyway, yeah, I did. Um, oh, hang on a sec. Um, Trevor says he's dead, so he probably won't make it today to uh, Wayne's. All he said was not even dead. at three o'clock. No, he said dead. So uh, I guess just well, Tyler's going to be just plan one his funeral. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, I did for uh, comedian of the week. Went with a female this year, or mm-hmm. this this um, Whitney Cummings. Oh yeah, she's a good one. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I figured. Got a couple Netflix specials out there. She and she actually had a show for a while too, as well. The well, Whitney Show. She, yeah, and she was on. Uh, what was that show with? Um, other comedian that got in trouble for being a creep. Uh, Chris D'Elia. Oh yes, Chris D'Elia. Yes, he, that, they were on a show together. It was something like a "How I Met Your Mother" type show. But whatever. yeah. Yeah, yeah so, she was on a sitcom, but then she got some stand-up specials on Netflix. And she's been on a lot of uh, roles that HBO Central oh, yeah. does. I don't know. I'm indifferent to her. She's got some good material, but when she's she almost seems fake when she's on like podcasts and stuff. She has like this. You can always tell somebody with a fake laugh, and I think her real laugh sounds like a fake laugh. <laughs> In a way, yeah, you might be correct on but that. But she's done some really cool bits, and she's a great comedy writer, and she's she's got like three or four specials out. I think yeah. a couple of them are on HBO. And uh, Yeah, this one them. actually was the one that was on HBO. Okay, I think so. she's got two on HBO, two on Netflix, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, she's a stand-up veteran at this point. Yep. So uh, yeah, so here we go then. Thank you guys so much for coming out tonight, man. It's so good to be doing stand-up again. I, uh, I took like a couple years off. I was making a television show. You didn't fucking watch it. You did not watch it. No, you didn't. Because if you had watched it, I wouldn't fucking be here right now. No, 
I'm, I would be here. This is my favorite thing to do in the world. It's so good to be back doing stand-up. The last couple of years were kind of uh, interesting. Uh, I think the most intense thing that happened to me was I went through a really painful breakup. But uh, I'm glad it happened because I actually learned a lot. I feel like, you know what? I figured out why couples break up. I think it's this. I think couples break up because we're all operating under different definitions of the word love. If you think about it, we say this word to each other, and I think it just makes us raise expectations. You know, I feel like if we were all to just agree on a universal definition of the word love, we'd stop disappointing each other so much, you know? So to me, my definition of love is being willing to die for someone that you yourself want to kill. I also think in this culture, we express love in a very twisted way. In this culture, we show love by giving each other presents, jewelry, and trips and stuff. And to me, that's not what love's about. That's too easy, you know? For me, love is about the way you treat a person on a daily basis when no one else is around. Little things, you know? Like, if you love me, for example, the second sex is over, if I was on top, don't push me off you. As quickly as possible, if you love me, you will let me dismount with a little fucking dignity. You will let me dismount like the swan that I am. Thank you, sir. Or if you were on top by some fucking miracle, don't use my body as a pushing off point when you get up. Don't, don't push off my face to go check your phone. It's about respect. Love to me is about respect. Little things. You know, if you love me and we're taking a shower together, don't pee. Why is that so confusing? Don't, don't make me stand in your piss like a fucking asshole. Love is just like, don't be stupid. You know, little things. Like, if you love me, let me wake up before you start having sex with me. Can I, can I get some gum? Can you just give me a set? This isn't prison. I'm gonna say yes. Have a little faith in yourself, you know? Love makes you think about doing things you never thought you'd do before, you know? Like getting married. This last relationship, I thought I was going to get married. For me, I never thought I was going to get married because I have all this divorce in my family, you know? But I also think when you get older as a woman, marriage just becomes a little more appealing because marriage is set up for girls as an offer that you just cannot refuse, you know? If someone came up to me on the street randomly and marriage as an institution did not exist and someone was just like, Excuse me, ma'am. Hi. Um, would you be interested in a beautiful diamond ring and a bunch of parties where your friends will buy you whatever the fuck you want? And then you get to move into somebody else's house and get on their health insurance plan. And then if they cheat on you, you get half their shit. No questions asked. Would you be interested in that? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. How do I get all that shit? Well, you just have to have sex with the same man for the rest of your life. Oh. 
you know what, fuck it. I have Tylenol PM, let's do this shit. Where do I sign up? <laughs> it's not that we love you, we just want shit, okay? It's the same thing with sex. Like, we don't always have sex with you guys because we, like, want that dick. No. No. Okay, half the time I have sex with a guy, it's because it burns calories. I'm like, oh God, I had that lasagna today. I don't have time to go to the gym, so... I should probably just fuck this guy. But I really go for it, you know? I wear a terry cloth headband and ankle weights. I get in there. In this last relationship, I was going so insane that I started doing research to try to figure out what goes on chemically in your brain when you're in love. And I read this book called The Female Brain. Has anyone read this book? Woo, one dude? All right, what, what you got going on over here considering the fact that you're with a dude? Why would you need that book? I respect that. You just wanted to get a head start, just kind of figure it out. So you're just here alone. I respect that. Not going home alone, that's for sure. <laughs> that book's amazing, right? This book is all about the way women's brains are wired. And essentially it said that we have like millions of more emotions and hormones and like synapses that connect the two. Basically, it's a miracle that we're not crying all the fucking time. <laughs> Which is a bummer, because I feel like guys hate that. You know, that guys are, that, you know, I feel like guys hate that women are so emotional and sensitive, right? You guys think women are crazy, right? Yes? Okay. All right. You think this is fun for me? You think I would ever choose this for myself? You think I enjoy crying every time Adele is on the radio? That's embarrassing, okay? You think I enjoy Googling your ex-girlfriend three hours a day? You think I have that kind of time? <laughs> you think I enjoy trying to guess every one of your security question answers? I'm like, shit, what street did he grow up on? It's weird, because that's all I hear from guys, is that women are crazy. Women are so crazy, but I have tons of girlfriends, and I hang out with my girlfriends alone all the time. And when guys aren't around, women are super cool, rational, logical, but then they start dating some dude, and they lose their mind. Women are not crazy. You guys fucking make us that way, okay? I'm just saying, take your passwords off your fucking phones. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Women are crazy. Oh, she'll admit it. Yeah. <laughs> she's exactly to the point, yeah. But she's extra crazy. Yeah, <laughs> listen to her on some of the podcast. Yeah, she's, she's hot though. I had a bit unreasonable, <laughs> like like most hot girls. And yeah, that is true. Why don't you give me a fact that I wish I didn't know? All right, here we go, BD. Since it's just you and me, I gave you four, but we'll see how well you do out of the oh, four. Oh my goodness! All right, so here we go. The first one. Need a new hobby? Graham Barker's hobby of collecting 
of hobby elf collecting led to a world record. Barker has amassed 22.1 grams of this in in jar in jars. Ah, I can't fucking say it. Barker has amassed 22.1 grams of this in jars at home. Is it A, human scabs, B, belly button lint, C, earwax, or D, pimple pus? Ah, oh, I know right. that, right? Uh, 22 grams Fuckers isn't weird. a lot, so I would say belly button lint. You are correct. Oh, wow, look at that. One for one right off the bat. Here Ooh, we go. Yeah. All right. Never one. Another one. When your coworker randomly asks, do I smell popcorn? What they're really doing is A, possibly having a stroke, telling you, or B, telling you to meet him outside to smoke weed, <laughs> C, making you breathe in deep to smell his fart, or D, giving code to say that the boss is coming. What was the phrase again? When your coworker randomly asks, Do I smell popcorn? What they're really doing okay. is. I mean, that is a sign of a stroke. Is that what you say? Yep. Okay, you're wrong. It's ah. actually making you breathe in deep to smell his fart. Oh, for Christ's sake. You could do that at work from now on. Hey, do you smell popcorn? You smell popcorn? <laughs> you oh, shit so they, your pants? Yeah, so they breathe in deep. <laughs> I guess that's so. fucking... That's actually, yeah. That's cruel. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> wonder if they do that like morgues. <laughs> what? <laughs> smells like... What, do you smell popcorn? No, I smell <laughs> dead person. All right. Yeah, hot dogs. According to a study, semen <clears throat> contains the right amount of chemicals that could cu- help cure what? Cancer. A, depression. B, pimples. C, impot- imp- ah, I can't, uh, impotence. Or D, athlete's foot. I thought I read somewhere that it's depression. You are correct. Boom. All right. There you go. All Look right. at me in my learned ways. Yes, you're two for three. Last one right here. If you drop dead on a cruise, the next thing that happens is A, You'll get your own cabin free of charge. (laughs) No. They'll leave you behind at the first stop. C, you'll get sent to the morgue because every ship has one. Or D, they'll lock you in your cabin until the cruise is over. I think you get left at whatever port you're going to. You were wrong. You'll get sent to the morgue because every ship has one. I didn't think a cruise ship had a fucking morgue on it. Well, I mean... What are you going to do when you're I in the middle of the... I thought they just put a flag over you and tipped you overboard. <laughs> <laughs> they get back to the ship, then the family's just sitting there waiting for mom to get back, you know, from her, her, uh, you know, whatever kind Monthly of weird cruise. sexual fantasy cruise she was on. <laughs> Edenism. <laughs> and they're just like sitting there waiting, and then the ship, uh, everybody's off. They take the uh, the walk bridge back off, and mom's never to be seen. Mm. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. She's in the morgue, buddy. All right. We'll end it, end things here and get to some football. Because it just started. It's noon right now. Kickoffs have happened all around the globe. All right. Would you rather have a watch that pauses and turns back time? Back time, not forward. Or a wallet that dispenses unlimited cash? Sorry, a watch that can go pause or turn back time. Or a wallet that dispenses unlimited cash. So every time you reach in your wallet and pull some out, there's more in it. I'm taking the, I'm taking the watch. Yeah, because you can bet heavy on the jets. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> you can bet heavy on the, the goddamn jets. I mean, yeah. If, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't take or much Or if you're realize. in a car wreck and you can just quick think to hit pause 
You'd be like, ugh, get out of here. Kind of like how it would have been with... Um, or if you're getting chased by the cops, you could hit pause and disappear. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would kind of like be like, um, I understand, you know, it wasn't really that big uh, click. Oh, yeah, with, with Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. The only thing about that movie that was great was Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, she's a looker. Yes, she is. What would I rather have? I think I'd do the watch, too, just because I could get out of uncomfortable situations like you're at a bar talking to somebody like you know who i'm talking about somebody who's drunk and doesn't can't fucking finish a sentence or even tell what the words he's saying just hit that watch and you disappear and he keeps talking and he looks over and you're not there and maybe you'll drive him insane or straight sober <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome if we had so we, you know we were or talking. or at any time you could be like want to see a magic trick and then you reach up your hand and snap your fingers and then hit the watch and you disappear or he turns into a bunny or you're behind him then and be like hey bud they're like how the fuck did you do that that'd be fun yeah but then all of a sudden then he would be talking to you more and more he'd be no like, you could just disappear pause that, time. yeah that's true yeah. And then if he's a dickhead, you can pants him and disappear. Because <laughs> you can pause that. <laughs> they call him little trinkets. <laughs> but if you had unlimited cash only, you can't deposit that shit, and there's no paper trail. Oh. But if you could turn back time and make bets, at least there's a paper trail. You could deposit that shit and be rich. Whereas on paper, you're not rich, but you got... You're basically the a only drug thing dealer. is is that you would go back in time. Money would not. I mean, they, um, ah, but here's the thing. Then you go back in time. Let's say you put money on, but you have to have the money to put down on it. Do you, you have that loan? money? Well, that I mean, you can go see a loan shark, right? Because you just start off with a thousand on a million to one bet. Now you got your, now you got your seed money. I forgot what movie that was. Where oh yeah, um. Hot tub time machine. Remember when they oh, were going yeah. to, and then that they but there's they a ripple on, in time where they yeah they, they, that with squirrel. the squirrel yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're just hoping that there's no ripple in time. Well, in this day and age, with like DraftKings, you could just sit at home, and like as soon as the game is <laughs> like Robert, <laughs> and well, yeah, you could just sit at home, right. wait till all the stats are there, wait till all the games are done. Turn back time to 11.30 in the morning, make all your bets on DraftKings, and just stay home and don't fucking ripple time. But I, I wonder about this then, too. So you have the watch, but you win the money, but that's not tax-free, whereas in the money that would be completely nonstop in your pocket would be that that would be tax-free. Yeah, but you can't. You'd be like a drug dealer. You got all this cash, and eventually the IRS would be like, where'd you get all this cash? At least through gambling, there's a paper trail. You'd be Did like, you listen to Joey Diaz when he talked? Or uh, is that his name? Um, yeah, Joey Diaz. <laughs> Comedian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dog. Yeah. And he's always on. <laughs> Did you ever hear the one about the money laundering? Uh, about you would take it to like a, a restaurant? Like he was oh, like, yeah. getting in depth with all of it. Yeah, he was. He's like, am I going to put fucking $10 million in a Swiss bank account and I won't fucking see it? Fuck no. I ain't that fucking retarded. <laughs> but he he went to prison for kidnapping because yeah. he was high in coke and uh, 
owed a bunch of money. If you've ever heard, like, if you ever get a chance, just, like, listen to him. I mean, he does not hide anything. He talks about, you know, Joey, being on the bus, you know, taking, um, like. Yeah, had Joey take- Diaz on the Honeydew, he tells, he, he was on yeah. there, like, four times, and he tells the most outrageous stories of his he used, youth. He was on Sopranos. Oh, yeah. Well, he, yeah, after all of his, after he got out of prison yeah. is when he started getting acting gigs. But uh, and then he did stand up the whole time. But he was on coke all the time, and now he just sticks to edibles and smoking weed. But he'll take a thousand milligram star of death and be like, "We're gonna talk to the devil, son." <laughs> you know, he, he's got that deep fucking like uh, Jersey accent, Italian Jersey accent, even though he's Cuban. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, listen to his stories is very entertaining. Yeah. Maybe we'll put him as a comedian, a comedian of the week at week. some point. Yeah. All right. Let's choose one last would you rather to wrap this day up. Would you rather never have to go to work again or never have to wait for anything again? So you want to buy tickets? You can get them right now. You don't have to wait. You want... Or if you even ordered something. Or if you want to go to a restaurant, there is no wait for right. you. Or if yeah, or if you ordered something online, it'd be right there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I always feel like waiting is more or less a, it's an anticipation, which mm-hmm. also makes it that much more you know because sometimes you can uh, like oh this is gonna be good yeah and then it sucks and you're like I waited all that time it seemed mm-hmm. like the whole time waiting was like the whole leading up to it was way better than mm-hmm. but never having to go to work again I've I don't think I could do that. Because I even look at it this way. I'd have to say uh, the getting something, I guess, uh, right away. So never having to wait again, you'd choose? Never having to wait again, and I would not pick the uh, never to work again. Uh, I'm mixed on this one because I would think that that seems too good to be true. So you'd be so... You'd be so used to instant gratification that it would bore you. Like, it wouldn't be worth the wish type thing. So I think I would choose never having to go to work again so I could just do the shit that I want to do. Like, But how are you being able to do the things you want to do without money? Well, there's the... See, this is why this is a weird... Would you rather? Doesn't mean... You just, how you live right now, you just don't have to pay mortgage or rent or bills or anything, but you're also not rich unless you have a watch that stops time as well, (laughs) or rewinds time, but you're sort of, how you live right now is how you're going to live the rest of your life. You don't pay any bills. So that's how I'd get out of the never having to go to work again, but. That doesn't mean you couldn't do like your DJ side gigs. That's not really your quote unquote job. Like that's not your first thing when you say, what do you do for work? Your first answer isn't DJing. Right. My first answer isn't, you know, barbecuing or smoking meat. So if like everything was taken, I'd choose never having to go to work again. I guess when you look at it that way, I just like, I was just. Because I just think if you never had to wait for anything, I was just thinking. I guess hypothetically, I was thinking that. Yeah. Well, but I also feel like I don't know if this has happened or if this has happened to you. Like if you, let's just say you have like five or six. It 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 it, it would almost remind me of this. Let's say you're on a vacation, 
you're gone for like a week and all of a sudden it, like you're like it's the day before you fly out or you go back mm-hmm. you're like you know i can't wait to get back home yeah the and best it, thing is leaving home and the best thing is getting back home right and would that kind of like be the same thing with work like if you're off so long you're like you know i kind of want to go back to work no i definitely would not i don't think i'd feel like that at all i just have new hobbies what happens if it was a job <clears throat> that you actually love though So, like, so you're doing exactly what you want to do, and you, you're having a great time at work. You enjoy the people you work with, and then would you want to be at work or no? Well, the question is never having to go to work. So, if you wanted to go to work, maybe you could still go to work. Or you could just do it, like, you know, if my job was being a barbecue, you know, chef, I could just do it when I want and not be beholden to somebody else to do it and i don't have to worry about my bills so i think i'm taking the never having to go to work again because like i said i think that other choice is a curse i think you'd grow so accustomed to not waiting for anything that and having the instant gratification that you would get bored with life be like ah i feel like masturbating oh i'm done (laughs) (laughs) oh two weeks for this pocket pussy all right i got it right away yeah all right i can't wait to use it i'm done i'm done (laughs) hey just be like the whitney cummings i can't push it right off i can't wait to watch this movie uh it's already finished yeah how was the movie sucked yeah you you were just saying you were gonna go see it yeah i already saw it yeah took like a split second trust me it sucked yeah the trailer seemed awesome movie sucked Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm choosing not having to go to work again. Yeah, I have Alrighty. to I have to take the other way, so let's go watch some football. Yeah, I need, to, I, I need to take a shower and clean all this filth off of me. Let's all have a bloody then. Go follow well. go follow Wisconsin Supper Club Chasers. We love you. Why don't you go canoe into three rivers, you inbred fur traders?